Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. Having a few houseplants around can be so cheery in the winter months, but what other purpose do they serve? Today, we're going to talk about some of the plants that we like to keep and why, and also just a little bit about our spring planting and how we do it. So what are your favorite plants for keeping, Lauren? I I have so many plants, and you know, I'm terrible with names. I <laughs> have some wandering Jew that I actually got from our aunt several years ago. Our One of our aunts passed away, and my uncle gave away her houseplants. And I got a piece off of that and an apothos from her house that I still have. And I think that those were my first houseplants. <laughs> and I have a piece of that wandering Jew too. It actually is all over the place now. And she yeah. absolutely loved her houseplants. She had them everywhere in her house. And she was an inspiration. Did all kind. She, she was, she, she really was. And, and she just, had a jungle in her house. I remember their house has a two, what do you call it when it's a two-story? Where the leave, uh, living room is open to the upstairs. Second floor. What is uh, that called? I don't know. But I'm sure our listeners know what we're talking about by the description. <laughs> so anyway, Annette, she had these big windows and she had just had plants all stacked in them. And uh, it, it was always beautiful. It was definitely something to live up to and we've tried i don't think i ended up with any of her pothos but or otherwise also known as uh, philodendron it, that's another very common name for them they're super easy to keep though i do have a couple so easy. and really you you can't kill them they, they need almost no light they mm-hmm. don't require a lot of i mean they'd like you to water them occasionally but if you forget for week or a month that's okay they don't mind (laughs) (laughs) so they're super easy to uh, to keep they're really easy to root and i call them the plants that thrive on neglect they thrive (laughs) in this environment (laughs) and i a few of my other ones i i love a nice begonia because they will flower in the winter time when everything else doesn't so, and they do need, they, they need tender, loving care in the wintertime. They're not like a pothos. So if you want them to flower, you do have to be careful with them. Make sure they get enough light and water, but not too much because then they won't flower. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying here is some plants are for beginners and some plants are for people who want to spend a little bit more time talking to their plants, loving their plants enjoying their plants (laughs) there are several ways to acquire plants 
and you can you can buy them although that's the least advisable way in my opinion to get plants my favorite way is to just ask random people who i see with plants like at their house (laughs) of a person that i hardly know oh my goodness that's a beautiful plant can i have a piece of it please (laughs) (laughs) and this is why lauren has no friends (laughs) yeah I've asked at the dentist's office, may I please have a piece of this plant? And it was a, it was a kind of pothos that had really small leaves, but they had it growing like down the front of the desk. They had too much. It needed trimming. <laughs> I can only imagine what they did thought. Did they give it to you? Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't really That's know funny. exactly how to how to cut it or you know anything like that but she got out of her scissors out of her desk and gave me a piece (laughs) nice if you spend any length of time in my house or lauren's house or our mother's or any of our aunt's houses you will notice if that we all kind of keep the same plants one of us will buy a plant and then the rest of us will take pieces off of that plant and start new plants at our own houses if you can find a good place that has healthy plants. There is a, a really nice place up where, where I live. So if you're local to me, let me know. And I, I'll, I'll tell you where it is. Because I, you know, if you can find nice house plants, somebody who, or a business that really takes care of their house plants, then that's the best place. If you do plan to buy, that's the best place to buy it. You can buy plants at Walmart or Lowe's or, or whatnot, but... I've had mixed results with the plants that I've bought there. And you do have to be kind of careful not to introduce soil-borne insects into your house. So Mm -hmm. if you do buy plants in in a place that's less known for their house, you should really check them over very carefully because they can infect the other plants in your house. You just have to be careful. So today we're going to talk about why we would keep indoor plants or some possible incentives for you, our audience, to begin keeping indoor plants. To start, house plants are really good for improving air quality and health. They have health benefits. Mm. So as everyone knows, when you breathe, you're putting out carbon dioxide, which is something that plants really love. <laughs> and <laughs> what they put out is oxygen. So when you're, especially when you're in the deeper winter months, it's so nice to have that fresh air, I guess, that is generated Mm -hmm. by plants. Yeah, because you have your house all buttoned up really tight. Well, if you live in a house that is buttoned up really tight, which technically I don't happen to. My house is really old and it's kind of airy. But (laughs) most people, (laughs) they live in houses that, you know... You don't feel a breeze in January. And so keeping house to- house plants, you get an oxygen exchange with your house plants. And it, mm-hmm. it does keep your indoor air a little bit fresher. Yeah. And I would say that probably you would need more than one in order to really feel the mm-hmm. benefits of that. If you just have one pothos, probably you're not going to see a lot of benefit from that. But a single plant, a single pothos is a gateway to more plants. It is. Oh, man. And more plants. (laughs) (laughs) So start small. And once you've got that down, you can always move into other plants. 
I particularly like to have them in my room, wherever it is that you sleep, because mm -hmm. that oxygen exchange occurs on so much higher of a level while you're asleep. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think a lot of people sleep with their door shut, which doesn't give you a ton of free, fresh air. Mm -hmm. But you should do, because it's a fire hazard to sleep with your door open. Right. Yes. <laughs> I definitely, we keep ours closed because we do too. I kind of, I really like sleeping in a cold room. My poor plants, they're like, oh my goodness, it's freezing in here. They need a blanket, <laughs> but I don't give them one and somehow they survive. So it's been thought or they've done studies that show that plants actually help with stress reduction and people. So just being... <sighs> I think it actually has to do more with their appearance than it does with the exchange, the oxygen exchange that goes on. We oh, can really? find that study and post it in the show notes for you guys. Just being around plants. It's kind of, it's not like going outside. Everyone knows that, but it has the same psychological effect on you as being outside. Like, to a lesser degree. <laughs> Depending on how many plants you have. If you filled your home with plants, then it wouldn't be much different than being outside. <laughs> and just personally, I definitely feel a reduction in overall stress. Less stress reduction and more just relaxation. Mm -hmm. When I am tending to and caring for my houseplants. It just makes me happy. When it's snowing and gross and blowing outside and I have my plants and I'm all inside and I'm watering and cutting and nurturing, it's the same feeling I get when I'm out in my vegetable garden. But yeah, I'm inside in January. I feel the same way about it. So the next couple of points are actually enhanced productivity and relaxing. And I think that these actually kind of fall in the same idea of stress reduction it's not much different than going out and working in your garden and i know vegetable gardening isn't for everyone but you know that same feeling that you get when you're outside working with the flowers or even mowing the grass or just being outside in your yard mm -hmm. in any kind of capacity has a good it just gives you good feels <laughs> up in your brain <laughs> and having the plants in your home gives you from what i've read it's not quite the same as being outside but it is in that same vein mm -hmm. yep definitely and i do really enjoy my outdoor time i i have the i don't know what it's called but the thing where i really miss the sun in the winter and I wouldn't really call it depression. I just, I don't really feel like doing anything. It's brutal. And <laughs> I really, I do think that plants help. And, you know, I've started to, I actually bought the kids, a the older kids, both a window hanger. And we started rooting plants this year for science and mm. homeschool. So I thought it was pretty cool. Their science book actually had... It talked about rooting plants in different ways for plants to extend themselves or whatever. 
And yeah, rooting plants was in there. So we did that as a scientific <laughs> experiment. Very cool. Uh-huh. And how so are the plants doing? Good. They're all rooted. All they have to do is transplant them and hang out their nice. windows. That's exciting. It is. I now they're going someday they're gonna be your daughter, you know, with her jungle in her room. <laughs> It's, yeah, one can hope. I, it's what <laughs> I hope. Yeah, it's what I hope for. Her room is beautiful. Yeah. And that brings us right into our next point: aesthetic appeal. Uh, mm. Who doesn't absolutely love green things in the winter time? And if you were at my house right now, everything outside is white. We got probably three feet of snow today. We're getting wow. more tomorrow. Two feet. I would say we got two feet today. And we're going to get tomorrow. We're, we're going to get some more. So when I look at my plants, if I look past my plants, I see all that snow. But right up close, I see all the beautiful green of my my plants. And it's just, it, it makes me happy in the wintertime. It is, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. and, and you can kind of design the room around mm -hmm. them like you can you can put them at different levels on on like stands or even have a whole stand of plants it's what i'm working towards because right now i mm -hmm. just have one flat surface in my living room that has plants all over it there's no more room for any plants and then i also <laughs> have them stacked on my windowsill in the kitchen and i have one tree growing in my living room so <laughs> i i definitely need some new positioning and and i feel like buying a couple of shelves i guess like plant shelves mm -hmm. that just put plants at slightly different levels it's almost like designing a room only it's with your plants so Agreed. that's really fun too and I yep. know Ellen has a really great stand that is just beautiful. And I will stick that on our show notes for this episode. I love my plant stand. We have tall windows in our house and it's, it's multi-leveled this stand. It's actually taller than I am. And I love it. I've got plants on every shelf. When I, I first put it in, I really thought my husband was going to be like, well, that's kind of a lot. Don't you think dear? <laughs> and, he didn't. He was like, oh, I really like that. I'm like, really? I love you. <laughs> I knew we were compatible. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, he does. He still comments on how much he enjoys it. And so it really I, is beautiful. And I'm like, well, maybe I could get another one. And he wasn't as excited about covering up all the windows with plants. <laughs> But he likes that one. So as long as I don't go too nuts, he's okay with it. <laughs> maybe you could get one for your room. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, <laughs> I think we keep our room a little colder than you guys keep your room. I think that they might actually die in here. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You definitely keep it colder for longer. We have True. respite from our cold weather here. You don't get that there. Not really. Nope. We, we spend a long time cold. And that's okay. We like the winter. It's a good thing. <laughs> so another good thing about having plants in your house is in the winter months, in most places, it's pretty dry. So it's really good for humidity regulation. It just adds some moisture to your air. 
when everything is so cracklingly dry in the winter time, you know, it just puts a little bit more moisture in your air. You do have to contend with that a little bit in the summertime too, though. So, you know, that is something to keep in mind. Quick story about my teenage daughter. She adores her plants. She started out with one little bitty plant and she was so happy and it made her happy and she played in the dirt and, you know, got her fingers dirty and she's like, oh, well, this is super fun. Now I need a hanger. And so she taught herself how to, I don't know, can you use macrame as a verb or is that a noun? <laughs> she I taught herself to do macrame. There we so go. <laughs> she... <laughs> and it, so she macrame herself. So you can use it as a verb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she made herself one plant hanger for her, her plant and then she needed a hook. So we got her a hook and then she got herself another plant and needed another pot. And it was this vicious cycle for six or eight months. And her room looks like a jungle. There are so I, she has more plants in that one room that I have in the rest of the house. But it's and awesome. It really is. It's beautiful. She's mm -hmm. done such a nice job and she's, just picked and chosen like different pots that she likes. And so no two are really the same and no two plant hangers are the same. And she made herself she one lights. that was this. Like Christmas lights. She has lights, oh, yeah. Christmas lights, yep. like she sprinkled put, around. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's, I really like it. I should pretty. have her come and do my room. <laughs> she would. I <laughs> know. For a chance to come and stay there. The one thing that we do think about with all of her plants in the closed space is humidity. Her room is nice and humid in the wintertime. It, you know, it, it adds a lot of good moisture, but in the summertime, it does get to be a little bit much. She uses, or she, I'm sorry, she brings some of her plants downstairs in the summertime because it does get a little bit hot in there. And she'll put them out on the summer porch, sun porch for the summertime so that it, she doesn't have quite so much going on in her room when it's so hot outside. But and so actually, that is something to keep in mind. Our mother does that too. She puts a lot yes. of her plants outside. And I think it does them good to mm -hmm. be out Agreed. there, you know, out of the house for a little bit. It's, it's a little bit harder for me because I don't have a covered space and, and it's mm -hmm. warmer here too in the summer. So they'd have to be watered a lot. Right. But yeah, I, I think mom's plants, especially like we've bought plants that were the same size at the same time and hers look healthier, I think, because she leaves them outside in mm -hmm. the summer months. Yep. They look healthier than mine. <laughs> I think yours look good too. Oh, well, thank you. But I also put mine out on the porch in the summertime, so that might contribute to it. Yeah, I'm just afraid they'll dry out and die out there. Mm hmm You don't really have that type of space mm -mm, for not really. houseplants outside. Not a nice shady place, at least not all day. Shady, mm -hmm. it's not all day long, and I would have to water twice a day to keep them from drying out. So, right, right, keep that in mind when you're thinking about putting your plants outside. A few years ago, I started growing herbs inside, and I 
love it. There's nothing better than in the very middle of the deepest, darkest winter, making yourself a pesto out of freshly cut herbs. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they, they grow so easily, too, if you pick the right kinds. In that year, I, I bought an arrow garden, which I think it let me grow six types of plants all at the same time. So it does all the watering and you put in the fertilizer. It just, it is just really good at keeping your plants alive. The light turns on and off on a timer. You really don't have to think about it or do anything. And we can, we can put a link in the show notes to one of those two. It's an arrow garden. They're not exactly free, but again, you don't have to think about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> there is something to be said for that. Yeah, I have kept rosemary alive and not in an arrow garden because rosemary takes a long time to grow from seed. But I took cuttings from my outside rosemary and kept them alive all all winter long and then replanted them in spring. And I love to do that because fresh rosemary, again, is just it's different than dried mm -hmm. rosemary. I think they both have their place. But fresh rosemary, again, yeah, it's different. And I like having it. And then, too, yep. I like not having to buy a new rosemary plant the next year. Yes, definitely. And I've also grown basil, parsley, and dill in the arrow garden. And they all did fantastic. And it is yep. just, it's so nice to have those mm -hmm. fresh herbs. And I just... At first, I thought, you know, I need to make sure and put parsley in a dish that parsley goes in. And then after a while, it was like, I just cut all the herbs when when I needed to put them in anything and just put them in all together mm -hmm. in whatever I was cooking. And it just, it really adds something, <laughs> something that you're just not getting anywhere else in winter. Nope. And I've also grown lettuces in mine, which was really nice. I there's nothing better than picking fresh lettuce in January for your sandwich or your salad. It just mm -hmm. tastes so good. And you can do other things, tomatoes and peppers and stuff. I haven't personally tried that, but I, I know that that is an option for the Arrow Gardens. It's just such a nice thing to have in the wintertime. I we don't usually keep ours up and running through the summer because I can just trot on out to the garden and pick out anything I want. But in the wintertime... It, it's lovely. It, it's really mm -hmm. nice to have fresh food that you didn't purchase that grew halfway around the world that you grew yourself in your own kitchen. It, it's just mm -hmm. lovely. And you don't have to buy an arrow garden. They are cost costly, but uh, you can buy a grow light and I've gotten a couple of them. They really aren't that expensive. And then all you have to do mm -hmm. is remember to water. <laughs> right. Right. And, and they do, yeah, they require you to turn the light on and off. But you can also put that on a timer in the plug. Mm -hmm. Like, just use a That's timer. That's what I do. I, and once I, yeah, that works great. Yep. And if you are going to be starting any of your own plants in the springtime, having grow lights is a, a good thing to get up and running anyway. And then you can work out any of the kinks that you might have Uh early in the season before you're wanting to start your precious seedlings for your garden. So mm -hmm. it, it's, I, I'm actually going to get mine going here real soon and put some herbs in it just because I want 
herbs. And I, I'll have it going in another month or two with my seedlings anyway. So we might as well grow some herbs in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to start up mine too right now. I can't. Yeah. I can't. There aren't any seeds that I can start yet. Even I can't no. start seeds yet. <laughs> Even you. Even I. And it, we will put links to the grow lights that we like. I actually think that Lauren and I have different grow lights. Mm-hmm. And so we eventually, as the season gets a little bit more life in it, we will be putting together our own systems that we use to start our seedlings. And so we'll do some pictures of that in the future. But for right now, we can show you or at least give you some links to the to the different grow lights that we like because I, mm-hmm. I don't think we have the same ones. No. So this is a new hobby that we strongly recommend, which is why we brought it up and talked it up for the past 20 minutes. <laughs> really appreciate you guys listening today. If you have any questions about any anything that we've spoken about today or or any other kind of plant, we will find the answer for you if we don't know it. So get in contact with us on our website or on social media. We would be happy to talk a lot more about plants. <laughs> Growing plants is not for everyone, but I've heard friends comment that they had trouble keeping them alive. Just know it can be done if you start with something easy. Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.